snapping your fingers. I am. How adorable. <laughs> uh, it's 157, 157, 157, 157. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show that also happens on the air from 3 to 7 o'clock every day, but with a lot more songs. There are no songs. There are no commercials here. Uh, it's Eric. It's Alex. I'd say hi to you, but I just I just left you 20 minutes ago. You did. I love my T-shirt. It fit. Good. 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 Thank you. I'm not even. I'm not gonna lie though. I didn't get the reference at first, and I was like, okay. I was like, Alex, figure it out. Don't ask Eric. That's embarrassing. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. And then I got it. Oh, oh God. Beth- Bethany didn't get it either. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, clever. I was trying to figure out because there was not as many Kamala shirts on the site that I had expected. So I went with the one that makes people think a little bit because I didn't like the pictures that were on the site that were drawn of her. So I figured I loved it and I love the colors too. Yes, 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 yes. Now I have to get I was to get Floyd I was his shirt. Totally expecting some a Lovecraft Country reference. Like I didn't know if each person was getting something specific to them and I knew for sure I'm like, oh it's gonna be Lovecraft Country. I know it. Um and it was Kamala. I was like, oh this is so cute. I didn't do Lovecraft because I don't know it well enough to get you something from that. I wouldn't have known it either, to be honest. <laughs> um, let's see. So I tried to talk, and I don't like no names. I tried to talk about that that picture that I showed you that we talked about at your work. Yeah. Uh, and I think I showed everybody last week. I tried to find a way to diplomatically talk about that on on the sh- on the on air show, and I couldn't mm-hmm. find a way to do it. I simply said. There is a leader in our community who posted a suboptimal picture or something like that. And that's all I said. I, I, I couldn't come up with another way to, to say it. And I don't even want to get too, uh, anything too specific about it here because I don't want to disappear. Uh, you think? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, all I will say is human beings are human. We're going to be human. Like, no matter what our image is in the community, a lot of us are different when we're at home um, and I feel like that's okay. Um, I even, I, I'm not that upset with what happened, but I do agree that you just need to be, Thomas and I talk about this all the time, you just need to be two steps ahead. Like you need to be thinking two steps ahead with what you're doing and think about it, you know, what, what you're doing right now in the present, think about how that will affect you um, in the future or what that could mean. And I think that, um, in this case, I, it probably won't mean anything, but there will be folks like you and I where we're like scratching our heads like, mm, that, that wasn't a good call. <laughs> it's comparable at a much, much smaller level because this is just, you know, a local leader here um, to the president not embracing masks until really it was too late. Um, yeah. And, and I don't think it's unfair to say that, you know, he cost, he, he cost, by him not embracing masks sooner, and again, it, it he, we know he gets to, he can get to, the president can get tested after every single tweet, so he is sure. going to be the safest human being on the planet. But I hate I'm I'm done using the word optics, but that's what it is. Had he just worn it and shown it, um, it's good leadership. And by mm-hmm. doing it too late, he cost lives and mm-hmm. the lives of of businesses. As well, and on a smaller level, that that's this. At least in my my eyes. Yeah, I don't think we need another um, 
like outbursts like the gentleman at uh, well, I think it was Northview or Southview there was such a fucking community outcry of, like back in, like on both sides there were people on on both sides of that argument I don't think we need that again I agree it's just it's a it's um it's a different world that we live in it's just it just really is the world looks so different in December now than it did December last year in my opinion yeah well and, and you talked about being steps ahead and the higher yeah. up the leadership ladder you are the mm-hmm. more steps ahead you have to be mm-hmm. um one of my overriding not fears but thoughts that i made sure was in the front of my head uh all summer long was i can't just run into the gas station without a mask because i'm sitting on the radio and everywhere else going wear a mask so if i were to go somewhere and i wasn't i wasn't uh putting my money my mask where the money is or however you want to mm-hmm. say it i and we've all been a, to a degree hypocritical or not as safe as we, we could be sure but again diff, diff, different shades of that but i i kept thinking about that and if you're going to put something on facebook whether your profile is just private and, and who it's connected to you got to know that things are going to get out there and it's it, it can be a bad look i mean on facebook absolutely but i i have the same conversation in a different manner this morning. And it, uh, somebody I know is considering a different position within their agency. And I don't, you know, consideration for that's not gonna be very high. And it's like, well, why is that? It's like, okay, well, how have you been performing on your current position? Where, what, what kinds of things have you done that look neg- that reflect negatively, negatively on you? And while um, it may have felt good at the time, what does it do it you know what i mean six months later now it it potentially is holding you back or it is causing a lot more of an issue than you thought it was going to be it's like you have to think two steps ahead on everything that you do you can't things just aren't that simple anymore no and uh and, and that's what frustrates me it's no there's enough information everywhere to know that for people to know, even the real dim-witted people to know, you have to be you have to be considering considering the future. Not every yeah. not every day for the rest of your life, but you've got to think ahead just a little bit because there's been too many instances where people have been caught up and brought down or dealt with a lot more anxiety and nonsense that was really avoidable had they just put a little thought into the future. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just. Yeah, it, it is. It is, And I'm saying it as I'm saying it, I'm thinking about it. And I'm just like December 2020 is so different than December 2019, at least in the U.S. I mean, obviously in the world, but also in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're, you're are you speaking uh, as, as far as the, the virus is concerned? Because I, I think my 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 concern here is obviously it's because of with this instance, it's because of the virus. But it's also just like having a brain fart when you post stuff on social which is always going to be around now yes yeah yeah because of the virus also locally to us election stuff not local isn't Toledo local I mean local to the U.S. Um, but just I mean yeah yeah mostly though because of the virus like things just look you just have to think differently now and it's it's weird that you walk out of your car and almost feel like people are looking at you like you're naked because you forgot your mask (laughs) like i had one of those moments i thought people were just being dramatic but i had one of those moments i was watching that damn jingle jangle um movie the other day and i'm like "Ooh, that lady doesn't have a mask on (laughs) yeah i was like i read that and i'm like folks are being dramatic that's not funny but then i had a moment where i was watching it and i said huh those people don't have masks on must be nice 
I'm the same way when I see people hug on TV, no matter how <laughs> new or old the, the show or the movie is. I'm like, wow, I used to enjoy that every now and then. I'm like, oh, no. Or I'll, I'll, I'll be saying in my head, no, 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 don't go in. I'm like, oh, they were probably tested as actors or something. Right. Exactly. Um, so that's the end of that non-discussion. And I've decided to talk about this other thing without permission. And it's like... I guess it's just because we're not that close. Okay. So this is this is fairly large news, and this might take up the majority of the podcast here. So I need to start at the end of the story. Okay. And I almost didn't want to bring it up because of, like, jinxing it or bringing any bad vibes to it. So, and I still don't even know what to call the... My brother's girlfriend, fiance, whatever the hell Tracy is, mm-hmm. is pregnant. <gasps> oh. And I, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna talk about it at all uh, until well, because my dad told me on Friday, I think he said, uh, "You're one of two people I'm about to tell this to." I'm like, "Okay, fire away." I'm like <laughs> Tracy's pregnant. And he told his girlfriend, Terry, because uh, I know what to call her, told her. And, uh, and I said, okay, because I, I hadn't heard anything from Paul. And I still haven't. And that's why I was hesitant to talk about this, but I'll, I'll loop this back around. My dad said, yeah, they're holding off for until like a doctor can confirm it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I don't, I don't know that stuff. And that's why I, I just sat on it. But I spoke to my dad right before I saw you. And um, Paul also got another new car, which I didn't, I, I'm like, and I said, to, my, my dad said, did you know? I said, he didn't tell me anything. He didn't tell me anything about Tracy. He's like, oh, I think he was waiting for you to call him. I'm like, what's going on here? I, He's I, the one with the news. He needs to be calling folks. Right, 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 right. So what do I do? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, hey, Paul, uh, you want to tell me anything that I may or may not suppose be, I may or may not? Where I should or should not know. Um, so my, my dad is going to, I guess, build the bridge here, which is, sounds ridiculous and idiotic because this is my brother. We're both adults. My dad will, I guess, say, Paul, Eric knows you should call and talk to him and share some feelings and whatever the fuck else. But it's like walking on eggshells. So, first of all, I'm interested in how it got to that point. But if your dad, if your dad told you and he wasn't supposed to say anything, but he wanted to share it because it's happy news, is your dad happy? We didn't talk about that. Okay. Because I would be, you know what I mean? Like, I, depending on how we're feeling about this. But if your dad is going to go and tell your brother that, like, hey, I told Eric then what's the, I feel like this could be a good time for then just you to reach out to Paul and say, Hey, dad wasn't supposed to tell, you know, dad knows he wasn't supposed to tell me, but he did share it with me. And I wanted to call and say, congratulations. It could be really positive and just say, dad was going to call you and tell you that he told me, but I think I told him, no, I'll do it. (laughs) You know, something like that. That, that, I think there's a lot of ways this can go wrong. There's a lot of ways this can go good. And your what your suggestion right there is is a good way. It's just, and I haven't gotten to the good feeling apart, uh, the good feeling of it yet because other things have gone through my mind, and because my, I haven't been, 
I've talked about how I'm not close with my brother, but geographically right. speaking, I'm also I've not been close to my brother for my for his entire adult life. I was out of the house when he was how old was he? When he was like 11 or 12, and we weren't okay. very we weren't very close then. So I've not, I I didn't I wasn't there for a lot of important moments in, in his life. Um, that but, could change, though. I mean, I do. Th- I'm, I'd be interested in the, again another conversation for another day. But do you th- like? Is this so? We don't know. This is his fiance. Are they getting married? I don't know what the fuck Tracy is. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> could be because you're not as close with your like your brother. The, the so right- there, I think that there's just more clarity of. I've never, I've never wanted to use the term partner more avidly than I do now because that that seems safe and I don't love I don't love the partner word even though it definitively of most people's relationships like good for you if you can have a partner in life but I've never wanted to use that word so much than I do in this situation because it seems like I wouldn't have to duck if I said it but my dad's got I, I think we talked about this like my dad got on Tracy's shit list before because he fell into this trap like oh like what are you yeah So there's there's some muddiness there that because Paul's lack of communication, we have to like dodge some bullets. So there there is but there's really good opportunity to potentially bridge the gap yourself. I I love what what your dad was thinking and that it could be a bridge because this is really exciting. I mean, you're going to be an uncle and are you an uncle already? I know Tracy has a kid. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, No, I'm I'm not. Um, Okay. It's hard for me to process, and I think this is just the very the black and white of me. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. there. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, how much of an effort do I have to, like, take off of work to go be there for that? I mean, I know that's uh, down the road, but, like, I don't, like, I've always been good with other people's kids that I'm not related mm-hmm. to, and now I'll be related to one in all likelihood. I mean, knock on wood, everything will be safe as can be. Um, but I haven't figured out how I'm going to approach that yet. The only, like, uncle me and all that, like, I haven't even thought about that. That'll just happen. I have thought about this, though. And I wonder, I should have this conversation with my dad. Because mm-hmm. if things stayed as is, the family line ends with Paul. Uh-huh. Um, and that has never been important to me. It's never been brought up to me by my dad. He never, you know, he always wanted us to be happy. It was never about extending the family name or the family line. And that's a very, like, medieval type of perspective to have. Even though, look, it's good if there's more more of you in the world or whatever it would be. And I've just come to the conclusion that I'm never going to have that. And I know Paul and Tracy have been trying for a while. But if... If it's, I, I guess I'm now hoping that it's a boy because if there's any part of my dad and I'm sure, I'm sure my brother would want more of my mom to live on because mm-hmm. of how close they were, it mm-hmm. would be great for my mom having that last name to tumble on to a grandson and then maybe the line keeps going. Sure. So I uh, completely understand a small backstory into my own family, my dad. Is, a, is the only boy and there were six of them. And so he was the only boy. So all of his sisters got married and their last names changed. My dad only had one boy. So he had one boy and three girls. 
And so it's, it was really on to my brother who, it's literally that's it in our, in our Thomas-like last name, Gene Poole. And my brother has had two boys. The other, the other funny part is our family's name carried on. So my brother's name is Julius and he's a third and he did not carry on Julius the fourth. So there's JB, JB4, JB5 is their nicknames, but they don't actually have the Julius or Boston family name. <laughs> how's, how, how, did your dad, was your dad still, was, did he not have the, the brain disease to realize that at the time? He did not. So he was in the, eh, mm, he was in the very early stages. So he was still, he was still there. Like he was still really excited right. that he had another grandson. He did not have an opinion about the names. The rest of our family did, but my dad didn't uh, really have an opinion. Um, so, and my brother, I understand he did, he, he's like, it's my kid. I want to have, I want to be in charge of what I name my child. And he said, it's just a hassle with social security numbers and <laughs> any kind of legal documents to continue this. I know this because I'm Julius the third. Okay. <laughs> so it made sense, but it, it is like it was. And now that, and I, but I think my brother regrets it just a little bit. Um, now that obviously dad has passed, but um, yeah, it, I mean, there's, you don't even think about that. And it, it even has a lot to do with Thomas and I, and as we're talking about, you know, come, you know, being a union legally right. and spiritually, um, I told Thomas I was keeping my last name and he's like, what? And I said, Thomas, I'm, I'm hyphenating my last name. And he was upset. And I said, Thomas, would you want, you know what I mean? Thomas is also a junior, so he wants his child to be the third. And I'm okay with that because I understand how much that matters. But I said, so then how do you not understand how much it matters for me to keep my last name? It just fucking, <laughs> it just fucking dawned on me that, and, and now that we're doing all this name arithmetic, you could have like Thomas blank, Thomas Jr., something or other. So, and, and really to make matters even funnier, my last name is Thomas. For those who don't know, everybody yeah. knows because of Facebook stuff, but my last name is Thomas. Thomas's last first name is obviously Thomas. And right. so my hyphenated name, right. married name would be his first and last name. What I just gave you. Yeah. Oh God. Oh dear. Oh dear. I will be Alexandria Thomas Holland and Thomas is Thomas Holland. And that's why I said if he wanted his name to go, it would be like Th Thomas blank. Thomas, like, hold on a second. Whoa. Um, but yeah, but you're, but you're right. You're, I'm, I'd be curious what your dad really thinks about it. Like it's one thing to just not think about it. And cause it's not like, it's not just a conversation. It's just not something you think about on a regular day. But, um, I think when I thought, I think I thought a lot of, uh, about it during Game of Thrones, and I'm like, all these <laughs> all these people are doing is fucking for for uh, like monarchical politics. That's true. That's actually true. It, I mean, but it's but it's a but it's a it is actually a real thing, and I didn't feel it until my brother did not carry on my dad's name. So, Thomas, our our boy's name is already picked out if we have a boy, but if we have a girl, it's very strange. <laughs> like, and it's got a lot of my dad in it. And I told Thomas, I said, I'm sorry. No, there's no budging on it. Just get over it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, but yeah, I, it's, it's real. I'm, I'll talk to my dad about it. Part of me wants to call him now and, and bring it up on the podcast. Oh. Yeah, let me do that. I would love to talk to your dad. Yeah, hold on a second. Okay. I told you. I mean, this is a bit, like, this is so complicated. And, um, 
but go ahead i'm i am excited for what this could mean like this could potentially bridge that gap that has been there with you and paul for a it, really long time it won't but it, it if you want it to it could it won't because uh, because of geography no my brother's in california i talk to him all the time but you were close before but he eh, eh, true Watch, he's going to see it on his phone, and then he'll call back. Because <laughs> he's not bowling anymore. Your call has been Think, forwarded to an... All right, he'll, he'll, un, he'll undoubtedly call back in, in a second or so. But there's a, there's a lot of... God, like we talked about on Friday with the politics of Grammys, like there's going to be politics involved with this. Uh, oh, and, absolutely. And I'll, I want to... That's the other thing I want to ask him, like how... I'm guessing they have thoughts and dialogue about what would they name it boy or girl would like since they're not married whose name goes in the bird like do they get married and like there's so much stuff there and yeah not like all of that i don't want to know but it would have been nice if paul called me and was like guess what I'll, i'll try again okay so yeah there's some like stuff Yeah, but I I do think that if you want it to, I mean, yes, like I am very close with my brother, but he's lived in other states most of my adult, like most of my life. Weren't you close growing up, though? Uh, But he lived in another state, but yes. Well, Paul and I have never been. Uh, I see. I mean, we only got close until he, we didn't get close until until he started getting phone bills. (laughs) And then we had stuff to talk about. Oh, Oh, dad. Yeah, so that's that, and um, like I, I haven't let it sink in. I've been thinking about all these other spokes rather than the the joy, yeah, uh, of it. And I think that that first of all, congratulations to Paul and Tracy because that's very cool that they're having a baby, no matter where they're at and they're uh, well, not no matter. You would hope one would hope that they're happy, and we don't know we don't know because you're not that close with Paul. So one, we will assume that things are going well and that we're excited for Paul um, and and you because you're going to be an uncle to like a, a baby that has your DNA in it. Um, well, if you, when you put it like that, yeah. The, the- <laughs> That's very cool. That kid could potentially look like you. I'll have to send you a picture. My brother's kids look just like my brother and I when we were kids, like just like us. They're side by sides and I look like Colin and Buddy, Andrew looks like Buddy. Do you know our friend Lexi? Uh, yes. So Lexi's first son uh, mm-hmm. looks a lot like me when I was a little boy, and we're thinking like some tissue paper got mixed up somehow, or I might have <laughs> given somewhere that I didn't know about because like it's fucking scary to see like brilliant, sunshiny, blonde little Eric and uh, and Lexi's first son. I do know Lexi, but I cannot get her to approve my friend request on Facebook. So. Lexi's not, not good with, like, communication and the internet. No, she's probably got hundreds of requests, too, so. Um, the other... Oh, oh, the other thing that made this super cringeworthy, and my dad had told me about that they, they were trying to have a baby, and Tracy wanted that, and there were some stipulations involved. Like, Paul wasn't for it unless Tracy, like, went back to school and got a job, and now she's, like, a, a sub in the Philadelphia school system. So there was, like, there was drama involved, and they were kind of on the clock because they're both 33 now. So, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. you're getting into, like... Shh, no, like don't say that. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> so the, 
the cringy part was well one when my dad told me that I'm like my brother oh my god oh god um that was that was unsettling but then do you remember the Facebook post that I put up last week with the uh the it was the guy and the girl and said um, there's a turkey in the oven, and the other guy, and the guy was like, "I put it there." And then right, yeah, before, like, yeah. Well, Tracy commented on that, and it was oh, prob- she did. Yes, it was probably as unsettling for her as it was for me. What'd she say? Uh, something like, "We're trying to have a baby right now, and this is disgusting." <laughs> but it's true. You know what? It, that it made me think of something else too. That's not on topic, but you know how I saw somebody share some pictures, and you know how people share pictures when they're at those like the Bellamere suite style hotels. Yeah. I'm like, you're basically telling the whole world you're about to have sex. Like you're telling right. all of us that you're having sex tonight and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to know that stuff. When I, when I see pregnancy announcements, I, I, and, and I have to stop my, it's one of the handful of things where I go, no, you can't say that no matter how funny people might think it would be or how, no matter how, like you can't even say that to, you can't even say you that to Bethany. That. All I want to go is, so uh, he was done putting it all over your face and put it in you like about yeah. uh, three weeks ago. You can't, nope, you can't say that. That's, nope, not going to work. I know. Although there's, there was one, I know somebody personally who got married like last year and they moved. They don't even live here anymore. And he took a picture with her and they're like, oh, love her so much. And then it was hashtag can't wait to put a baby in you. And it, like, I screenshot it and sent it to my friends, and we both, we all had a good laugh. Like, what the hell is this? Like, can't wait to put a baby in you? <laughs> there's, there's, like, a, there's a half dozen things that I think when someone posts a pregnancy announcement, none of them, oh, wow, I'm so happy for them. It's always, it's something sexually minded, but hey, look, that's how babies are made. Well, good for Paul and Tracy, especially if they were trying. You're right. If they're getting older, then it's going to be. So that's that's also why they probably want to wait until they have uh, the doctor's appointment. Maybe even wait until she's through the first trimester because right. de- depending on her age, she, there's high likelihood that there could be challenges. So um, yeah. good for them. Good for your dad. I'm sure that he's excited minus all the drama, like, you know, of just trying to figure it out. But it could be. I I mean, you guys have a history of just not communicating, but that it doesn't have to be like that if that's what you guys want. If that's not what you want, that's cool too. You know, it's just, it depends. I need to, uh, let me see if I can scroll up here. So, uh, Phoenix is their, is their nine-year-old. Okay. Um, Love the name. Let's see, let's see. Uh, there are some interesting posts here. <laughs> okay. I really should. I'll screenshot these to you. So um, this was back in August. Uh, we were talking about my dad's new dog, and I said maybe you annoy her. He said you're not being nice. I said I'm not nice. Phoenix says Paul said you were mean when he was younger, and now you're being mean to me. <gasps> I, I said because you're being mean to me. And then he says, "Are you going to be mean to my brother or sister?" Oh. Um. Let's see, fast, fast forward ahead. And Phoenix always thinks that Paul is misbehaving, so I always bring that up. Um, I said, is Paul behaving? Phoenix says, no. I said, he never does. That's why I was mean to him. And then he whips out, Barry needs to beat both of your asses. <laughs> Phoenix said that? Yeah, and then he followed that up with, when mommy has a baby, I will be nice to the baby. I oh said, what God. if the baby is a jerk? He said, it might be. 
Oh so my God, Phoenix he, is funny. He's got something on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he tried to FaceTime me, no lie, about 15 times in a row. <laughs> like it was insane. So it, it they they are, they're something. They're something. All I right. was just thinking about this the other day and my relationship with my brother, not Carl, my brother Buddy. Carl is like 20, 20 years older than me. So he's in, he was an adult. He was like a father figure more than like a brother. But my brother Buddy and I were 22 months apart. And um, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm just like, I regret some of the ways in which I treated my brother when I was a kid. And I don't think that I'm realizing it until now. And so when you say that you didn't have a relationship with Paul or Phoenix said, Paul said you were mean to him. <laughs> Which Phoenix is right. You were, you were an adult though, and Paul was a kid. So like what Paul could, you know, what Paul could come off is like, oh, Eric is being mean. Like you're just being an adult. Kids, all kids think adults are mean. You know what I mean? Well, I, I was mean to him. Like I was big brother mean. I, I remember one time specifically, I was yelling at the top of my lungs, mom's not coming home, <laughs> it's because of you. <laughs> but I was like, he was like two and I was 10. I mean, it was dumb big brother <laughs> shit. I mean, the reason we're not close is because we have nothing in common at all. Like I said, I'm not lying. We did not get close until he started getting bills. So it's, so that's, my brother and I were so, we were similar. Like we were so different. We were, he was quiet and he was really smart and I was loud and extroverted and didn't care about like things like school and it, you know, and I competed with him and like, I thought that being cool and pretty was cool. And so then I would make fun of my brother for being chubby and like having a gap in his tooth. <laughs> and I feel bad. Like, I'm like, I feel really terrible for how I treated my brother when I was a kid. And I think it's time that I acknowledge that with my brother. We're very close. I feel like we're like best friends now, but there's still like there's still a little we were he was joking with me the other day about how awful I was as a teenager. And I said, wait a minute, I was not that awful. I mean, I was kind of awful to you, but like he's like, you would get in trouble. You got tickets. And I'm just like, I didn't I wasn't a terrible kid like what are you talking about like is that what you think of me <laughs> or is that you know because he would always joke about me being irresponsible all the way up to honestly the last promotion that I got and it was like now he was viewing me as an adult because <laughs> as an adult I also got help from mom a lot because I wasn't like financially spending my money accurately you know and we just took different paths he had been in a committed relationship since he was 18 so he doesn't know what it's like to live on your own and have to manage things on your own and le learn from your mistakes and things like that because he had a partner to help keep him on right. track the entire time but um I, I was thinking about that that's really funny we're talking about this because i was thinking and i've been thinking about it and i don't know if it's my um my medication increasing my negative thoughts and just my feelings about everything but i just like i think i need to have a conversation with my brother because i was not nice to him and i don't know what i wasn't nice to him and he i feel like he didn't have it the easiest in life in general and and i know that he was the middle child he was the middle child and i was the youngest so i was dad's favorite and i'm like i wonder what that has done to him mentally you know yeah, I mean, we we are what we grow up in. It's 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 when nurture meets nature. Exactly, exactly. And as an adult, I love my brother. He's like my best friend. I love going over there. 
and spending time with him, not even just because of the kids, because that's my brother. But I, I grew into that. We talk about that now. I grew into that. But I can't imagine what it was like, you know what I mean, with me being a spoiled asshole and then, you know, being like the daddy's girl and then buddy, you know, go. I don't know. Not that he had a terrible life. I don't think he had a terrible life at all. But I just thought about that. And I'm like, hmm. And so it motivates me to want to improve my relationship with my brother because I don't know, you know, I don't know how that can change how he views life and things like that going forward. So it could be it could be a new relationship for you and Paul if you want it to be that. I would like that because like my dad always told me when we were kids, when we would fight or whatever, he's like, you know, one day it's just going to be you two. And then at that very moment in time, I was like 15. I'm like, does that mean you're dying? <laughs> um, but I, I understood that as I got older, like he's my only, this is why I'll do Thanksgiving. There's like, I used to do Thanksgiving, then parents and grandparents started dying and there's no one left. And this is his opportunity to create like his goal in three years should be to have more than eight people or five people at a Thanksgiving dinner. And I'd love to be a part of that. And I know that I've tried in the past, but he yeah. is, he, he doesn't communicate like, uh, look, we all have our communication shortcomings, but like I already explained to you, like he didn't tell me that Tracy's pregnant. My dad had to tell me like you would think in a normal no matter how distant you are or not, you would think that that would come out across. But then again, my brother also bought a brand new car and didn't tell my dad. So he's got <laughs> well, some, he he seems to overlook what other people would really like to know in his life, and he doesn't share it until they find out. That's I mean, honestly, my brother is the exact same way. It wasn't until he went through some pretty major stuff last year that I like as a sister, I'm like why don't you talk to me? Like you could have called, you could have said these, this is how you were feeling. And I could have easily, I said, every other person that is anything in my life knows that they can come to me about things, but you're my brother. And it's like, you don't open up about certain things. And, um, and I, or those things that we don't know. And I'm like, what is it that makes you not want to call? Um, or to share those things. Now he'll tell me when he buys a car because sometimes he's like, a, I think that's the competitive nature in him based on our childhood. And like, I got a new car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're still driving around in that old Jeep. <laughs> but um, it, you know, but I, I agree. Like his communication a lot like Paul's is just like, it's just not, it's just not there. But in Paul's case, like he's not communicating about major life things that right. you would want to share with your family. Like you didn't think that was important to tell anybody? Uh, yeah, like my dad literally, literally showed up at the house and he says, whose car's in the driveway? And Paul says, I, that's mine. So, yeah, um, and my dad can explain that another time. Let me oh, give you a couple Barry. of, uh, let me give you a couple of quick Eric and Paul stories because I don't, if you've heard them, I'll move on. But, mm -hmm. so I didn't like going to school. Uh, I ran, I ran away from the bus stop. There was one day I was hiding in my closet. My dad walked me to school that day. He came home from work and walked me to school. Um, and then obviously when I was supposed to be going to Temple University, I was going to the radio station and that, so I had my own issues with school, although the, the Temple thing was, you know, it, it paid off in the long run because it was my career. I was going to the radio station to learn and not school. And now mm -hmm. I realize that if my kid did that, I'd fucking strangle them because you know how much I'm paying for college and all that shit. Mm -hmm. So Paul had some similarities as well. And I was gone. So he was probably in his mid teens. Um, my dad's mom, that's Grammy W, got Paul a job, the, the, the shopping cart job, at ShopRite. So, <laughs> um, a couple of weeks later, 
after Paul's start date, my my grand my grandmom's at Shoprite, and she goes to the manager who she set all this up with, like, "Hey, how's Paul doing?" <laughs> the manager's like, "Who? Oh <laughs> he, no! He never he never went." Then there's another instance, and my dad tells us much better than me. So Paul was was not as good in school as I was. Not bad, but not as good as I was. So he was going to Community College of Philadelphia. Um, and I guess uh, some things were a little weird. And then my dad went to talk to <laughs> Paul's advisor. And uh, oh wow, I think I think uh, the advise my dad went set up the appointment. He shows up. My dad says who his son is, and the advisor's like, who? <laughs> and he wasn't going there either. So, like, I pulled some shit, but he pulled some major big shit. But it, thankfully, you know, knock on wood, it both worked out where we got to do the things that we wanted to do as when we were kids. Yeah, and it, it takes time to work th- through those things. And I, I mean, honestly, I was probably much like Paul in that when it comes to something like that... And- and my brother was very much like a you and that, or I don't know, could have been, my brother would, would be like, oh, you, you, uh, failure, <laughs> like, you know, or you're ne- what are you going to make of yourself or just joking about something like that? Cause I went through some similar things, but, um, yeah, I, I think that this will be, again, it's really exciting for Paul. And I think it could be a good opportunity for you to share the excitement as well. And I know that you, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that you want to. Um, it could mean that you grow a relationship, not rebuild, because you never really had one in the first place. So that could be really exciting. I always um, get along with uh, with people, friends, people I date who have like a four or five year old son. That's uh, there's a lot of like superhero indoctrination in that. And I feel like you could you are the very cool uncle. Like I have a very cool uncle, and his name is Eric. Ironically, my uncle Eric. Um, but you're also the really cool uncle. So it could be a good experience for Paul and Tracy to have a time off and the kids are with Uncle Eric for the weekend or something. I don't know if that's if that's what you want to do. But uh, let's the, the, like we got a long way to go before we build that level of Rome. So, well, um, also the kids, the kid needs to grow up some, too. But. Um, I have a uh, I have a black Friday, well, a Cyber Monday deal thing to throw at you. What is that? And we used to talk about this on the on the old show before, but I want your perspective. So Macy's is running a really good deal on betting. Uh, like you can get like a five piece for twenty bucks, and I Ooh. I have never spent like hundreds of dollars on betting. I've bought good betting, like eighty dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, but never hundreds of dollars. But I'm looking through these, and when we wrap up, I will look I will look up more stuff because the deals are insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have this belief and. It's like you either like cottage cheese or you don't. Um, mm-hmm. You either take it in the face or you hate it. Um, <laughs> you only need you only need one set of bedding because it's not like you can use two at the same time. So I've always been, and I've only come across like one other person in my life. Her name's Kellyanne. We used to we used to work together at the old place. She's like, yeah, you're right. You only need one set of bedding. Anything else just sits in the closet. And when you put that new bedding on you're probably likely to wash the other bedding and it's not like a pair of jeans or something you'd wear out where other people see it. You're the only one that sees it. So what's the sense of having more than one set of bedding? So I have three sets of of the same color, gray bedding. And I have three sets so that, because I have have 
traditionally just had one set of bedding. And then um, when Thomas and I got together, we were, they were getting worn down. Like I don't, I don't buy like super expensive. We have a king size mattress um, and we have to buy the bedding with deep pockets. So it's expensive. So I don't, um, I don't have like, I did not have tons of bedding, um, but they get like worn down and um, the, the gross and w a washing machine's not going to fix that in my opinion. So I have multiples so that I feel like they last longer, if that makes any to sense. Yes, totally pragmatic point. Um, you would think that I would go through the same thing with the dogs, but we also only use like 31% of the actual sleeping area on the bed. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other the other bed thing that I freak people out about is I sleep on top. <laughs> you I, sleep on top of your on top comforter. On top of you, the comforter. You freak. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a freak. And I got to tell you, it's, it's unfortunate because the fitted sheet that I bought, I bought the bedding that I bought um, was nice bedding, but it didn't come with a sheet set. And I had to get something to match it up with. I'm like, well, I got the light colors don't match, but you never see the sheet. But it is the easiest to put on fitted sheet I've ever had in my life. Like I get annoyed by it, but not like some people where it literally takes 15 minutes and you're just walking around in circles. So after I bought the fitted, our bed is a king size mattress and it's a it's a hybrid between like a spring mattress and a memory foam plush mattress. So I have a really thick like bed topper, yeah. so I can't get my, so I had to buy deep pocketed um, fitted sheets, which, and they go on super easy because they're so big. Where before you were having to stretch it and, and make sure that it fit properly. Um, where now I don't, I don't really have to do that anymore. It goes on pretty easy, but I, I have had to adjust how I sleep in my bed um, because of Thomas and I, it's just add that to the list of adjustments you make when you live with another person. But um, we don't share a blanket anymore. Even I mean, I will buy comforters that are like huge, like huge king size, oversized comforters so that we can share. But I always end up with nothing in the middle of the night and I'm freezing my tail off. So I don't we don't share comforters. But then it makes my bed look so miss like mismatched, like mix matched and not, you know, <laughs> not neat and clean. But I just don't care anymore at this point. That room is for us. Nobody goes in there. Do you want to see this bedding sale? It's pretty wild how inexpensive some of these things are. Yes, that would be great because okay. I would like some more bedding. And I do have, and I'm the, also the crazy person that has bedding specifically for when we have company. Oh. So <laughs> if if somebody is coming over, I will put the fancy bedding on our bed, not oh the bedding God. that we actually <laughs> that we actually sleep with or if somebody's sleeping with us like sleeping over for a couple of days then we'll sleep with the fancy bedding not the crappy bedding and i have more than one pairs of bedding because you never know when the cat's gonna be pissed at you and like there's take that. a dump on your bed yeah there's, there's and, that and i throw that shit away throw it all out oh see I, like when i got when i had when I started getting dogs, my mom warned me, like, you want to have extra stuff. and But I, I would just wash it and then put it right back on there. Well, so um, I caught on to that very quickly. When we first got Tyrion and brought him home, the very first thing he did was take a wet, meaty poop right on my comforter. <laughs> um, and after that, never again. But Thomas is very, like, we close our bedroom door so the dogs can't freely roam in there. But Thomas will... For, he's not as um, thorough as I am. So before I close the door, I make sure that Kitty is out of the room. He doesn't. So sometimes Kitty will get locked in the room all day and he doesn't have a choice. Like where else is he going to use the bathroom if he right. can't get out of the room to get to his litter? 
Um, so we've had a couple of accidents, but when that happens, I just throw that shit right in the trash. I'm I don't even wash it. I've always been mostly of the belief that they won't shit where they, they sleep or they won't pee where they sleep. And <laughs> so I've had no furniture issues. And uh, they, with how much time they spend in my bed when I'm not there, there's no way they would do it. They would clean it up before I came home and saw it because they love that bed. Now that my hours are different and it gets, mm-hmm. uh, and I have that uh, the motion light in my bedroom. It's it's often on when I come home, and I'm like, how could that be? You no, know, and I'm like, oh, they just ran out of here to see me downstairs. Yeah. They love that bed. If I if I by some chance died in that bed in the middle of the night, they would push me onto the floor and then go back to sleep. They we've love let, it. We've let Pete sleep out of his crate a couple of nights this last week, and he doesn't like he he's in the bed from the time that he lays his head down to when you wake up. He doesn't move. He does not get up to go get water. He doesn't get up to go search the house at night. He is in that spot from start to finish. Yep. Same with same with my two. They can. Uh, there's when I've had my sleeping days. D- Diddy will literally go like 12 hours without having to to pee, and, and Andre will as well. And then uh, some of the other misadventures in my bed two nights ago. Uh, so I have a, uh, a a square pillow. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that that was a thing until I bought this latest bedding set. I'm like, why would the fucking pillow go in the square? I'm like, oh, it's a square. Yes. So uh, the little one was in the pillow, which he's, <laughs> do- he's done that before. And I literally, if I, if I picked up the pillow so that he wouldn't fall out, I could carry him in that pillow. He fits so neatly. Sweetie pie. <laughs> That's cute. He's so cute. Usually. Yes. Except when he's eating a pound of corned beef. Oh my gosh, bless his heart. How were his poops? Oh, I, <laughs> thankfully there were no accidents when I came home that day and he, he pooped it all out. I forgot we were on the podcast just now and asked how your dog's poops were for everybody to hear. I'm sorry. It's fine. What, what do we not talk about on this? Our podcast, I know. <laughs> um, la- last thing. So we, we've, got, we've got Grogu now, which I don't love. But, I don't either. I didn't love the name. Yeah, I did like, and I want to rewatch it because a lot of fun things happen in that episode. I like when, so she should, she should respect that he calls him kid because mm-hmm. that, that word has helped them form a bond. But I did like when she leaned in and she was like, Grogu. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. But, I, you know, I'm, maybe she, it sounds like she can speak with him in some way. So maybe she... Maybe he alluded that he didn't, that you know, tell him my name is Grogu. <laughs> right. And, I don't and know. They have some kind of telepathic connection. And we have to find out. There's some questions that arose. Everybody is assuming that um, she, when she was telling the story of how he left the Jedi Temple, it was Anakin that lost his shit and killed all the baby Jedi. And I don't really care who got him out of there, but I want to know why she believes he has hate in his heart and she won't train him and I wonder if that's just a manifestation of what she saw in Anakin like because like what he's only I mean he's a kid he's 50 years old like what was so bad in his life because he hasn't like he just likes to eat a lot of things and play with shit like any baby what was so bad that she's so afraid to train him so I don't think that he had hate in his heart that was not what I 
um, that wasn't what I, my perception of it. I think she was saying that he has built a connection with you. And because he has a connection to you, I can't trust. Oh no, he she can't. said, Hey, she said, Hey, did she say, Hey, yep. cause I thought she said, well, so I thought she said, she did say that. And, and I thought she was alluding to Anakin as well. I explained that to Thomas. I said, I think she's alluding to Anakin and, and, and his downfall. But, um, I did not think that and and that's when she was referring to hate but i thought that she just said she couldn't train him yeah, you because need he has built i'm a, okay i'll rewatch because yeah. he has built a connection with um with mando and for that reason he his choices his choices are compromised and so she can't train him yeah she she did both she talked about hate and how they they have a bond and that you know the little guy should continue with that um and then yeah, the, the stuff about the spoiler on Friday, and I'm surprised how many people who were avid fans of the show didn't know what was coming down the pike. Um, like I did not. The, so you didn't watch Rebels, right? The movie? No, the TV show, the four seasons. I haven't watched any of the TV shows, and so we are going to start. But when I started it, I was so confused, and I'm like, I don't know if I can continue this because I'm confused. <laughs> All right. So bail on clones and I'll look it up and you might even want to start like at the latest, uh, the season three of rebels. Cause that starts work. That's where, uh, uh, Bo-Katan and other Mandalorians and they really build out the, the lore and canon of Mandalore. And that's basically why I watched rebels. Cause I'm like, okay, so I wanted to see where they were going to go with the Mandalorian and the rebels help with that. And now, spoiler, um, I think that season three of The Mandalorian will be season five of Rebels. I see. Okay. So send that to me in a text because it will be okay. very helpful. I also struggle with watching cartoons now that, as an adult. And that was part of why I, did, like, I don't want to insult it and call it a cartoon. An animated show. An an, like I struggle with animation in that way like i don't mind watching an animated movie but for some reason i just can't with that and um so we started it <laughs> and ironically i also started watching um the boondocks so i'll watch a boondocks episode before i go to bed every night and it helps me <laughs> it helps me dump everything from the day by right. laughter um obviously i'm much different with animated shows but um yeah, yeah. well and i also really like that show blood of zeus on netflix yeah um, so I really like that one too. So I'm getting, I'm getting back to it and I love, 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 love Star Wars. And I think that my love for Star Wars will, um, surpass my, like not, not having an interest in an animated show. Cause when we watched just the first episode, I enjoyed it and I'm like, Ooh, I get to watch seven seasons of this. Like kick yay. clones out and go to rebels. I feel like I okay. made the, the right move and you can fill in some of the plan, the blanks because Asaka, Asaka shows up in rebels, but her backstory is, is in clones, but you can clones. fill it in. And if I would have been watching rebels, if I, I love rebels. If, if I would have been watching rebels during the last three movies, cause it, it, it was before that or right then and there, I would have been sitting in the theater watching The Last Jedi going, what the fuck is this? Like, why can you do Rebels? But this movie fucking blows. Mm, I see. All right. Well, I got to get some traffic stuff and watch the uh, the snow and the bad driving. And I will text you some stuff, okay? Yeah, I'm going to be headed home here soon. All uh, right. Tell your tell Barry I'm sorry he didn't answer. Yeah, I'll get him on the phone. We'll figure all this out. Uh, family therapy session. 
Ooh, I'll help. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.